All right, good morning. Time always has and always will perpetuate those methods which better serve mankind. Chiropractic is no exception to that rule. Our illustrious father placed this chiropractic trust in our keeping to keep it pure and not sullied or defamed. We pass it on to you unstained to protect as he would also have you do. As he passed on, so will we. We admonish you to keep this principle and practice unadulterated and unmixed. Humanity needed then what he gave us. You need what we now give you. Out there, in the great open spaces, are multitudes seeking what you possess. The burdens are heavy. Responsibilities are many. Obligations are providential. But the satisfaction of traveling the populated highways and byways, relieving suffering, prolonging lives, adding millions of views to millions of lives, will bring forth satisfactions and glories with greater blessings than you think. Time is of the essence. May God flow from above down his bounteous strengths, courages, and understandings to carry on. And may your innates receive and act on the free flow of wisdom from above down, inside out. For you have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. You have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. I have been talking to you all quarter about different things happening in the profession. <coughs> the latest issue of the anatomic chiropractic. I don't know if you saw it. I have to look at it just to see that political stuff is happening. Is this. Is the WCA, which is the Wisconsin Chiropractic Association, trying to create a new profession. Primary spinal care practitioner, educated in medical college, governed by medical board. This is the opposite of what the BJO is talking about. This is not guarding as well. This is not looking at burdens or heavy and obligations of providential. This is short-sighted. This is appalling. This does not belong in a chiropractic profession. You know, almost 27 years, June will be 27 years since I graduated from life. And we've been having this conversation ever since I was in school. They've been trying this and trying this and every possible little angle that they can get themselves in, someone's been trying to get drugs in this profession. And now it looks like it's gonna happen. I can't imagine how this is not going to happen at this point. There's, there's just too many states with Wisconsin leading the way. There's too much impetus. It's just going to happen. But I had a parent yesterday come and tell me that she's so grateful to chiropractic because her child is no longer on drugs, and they've changed the diagnosis of her daughter from autism to ADHD. That doesn't fit with this, does it? Right? I wouldn't, am I getting insurance reimbursement for what I did? No, I don't care about insurance reimbursement. 80% of my patients do not have insurance that we're using. Doesn't mean they don't have insurance. They all have insurance. So don't let them tell you lies like if you have to be in some kind of insurance plan or if they, they have insurance, they want to use it. No, they don't want to use it. They don't care. The only thing they want is they want help. They don't want insurance. They're tired of insurance. Who cares? Insur health insurance isn't health insurance. What is it? 
is sickness insurance. Soon, there's going to be catastrophic only insurance. Within five to ten years, that's all there's going to be is catastrophic insurance. There's not going to be insurance for, for chiropractic. There's not going to be insurance for dentistry. It's just going to be insurance for catastrophe, which is where it should be and how it started out. Right, we had a, a patient yesterday, her baby, she came in a few weeks ago, her baby was transverse. When a, when a woman comes in and a baby is in a transverse line, then her stomach looks like a football. Right, a normal, healthy, pregnant lady, her stomach should kind of have this nice oval or egg kind of shape look to it. She looked like a football, like this. Yesterday she came in and she said, Dr. Ruben, I'm so happy, she gave me a high five, she said the baby's head down. Right, that doesn't go with this. There are people out there telling me that I shouldn't be doing Webster's technique. There are people out there telling me that Webster's is practicing medicine without a license. How is that? I don't touch the baby. I'm in no way, shape, or form touching the baby. How am I performing obstetrics? But if this kind of stuff happens, that's what I'm worried about. So you guys have to make a decision as to what path you want to follow, right? There's two paths, as far as I'm concerned. There's probably many paths. But there's two paths, and BJ outlined it right here in the glory going on. We admonish you to keep this practice and principle unadulterated and unmixed. Unadulterated and unmixed. Forget about the whole mixer thought process of putting using machines. That's that's little change. That's chump change, in comparison to this. This is not unadulterated. This is not unmixed. But it's the future, and I, I'm okay. I'm not going to fight this. If this is how it has to roll, then let it roll. I'm not participating. I don't give drugs. I don't do anything with drugs. Now, I need, you need to know about them, right? It's important for you to be aware of it. Matter of fact, my advanced diagnosis class, if you take that, we're going to have a whole section on pediatric drugs. Because you need to know what these kids are on when they're coming in. You need to know about the Zoloft and the Prozac and the Ritalin and the Tudin and Paxil and, you know, Pepsid and Zantac and all this kind of stuff. You need to know what these things are to understand why they're taking them in the first place. You need to know about that stuff. So there's nothing wrong with knowledge, right? But the difference is, what does this mean? What does it mean to be a primary spine care physician, right? Does a primary spine care physician take their child who has autism to me? Does their primary spine care physician, do, do, am I the person who's going to take care of a woman who is a transverse baby? Does a primary spine care physician, are they the ones who are taking care of kids with ear infections and asthma and allergies? No, because that's spine care, right? See, BJ Palmer and Dini Palmer, when they created this profession, they created an unlimited profession within a limited area of application, right? So, so I might be limited in the fact that most of my adjustments are through spine. But the application of what I do is unlimited. A spine care specialist is limited in that they are touching the spine for spine care. 
it would be very hard for me to extrapolate how an autistic child needs spine care, how a child with colic or reflux needs spine care. Now, yes, I can say, well, you know, I need to, they need spinal hygiene because somehow or other the spine musculoskeletally is related to all this kind of stuff. I probably can extrapolate if I was dependent upon insurance. But I'm not dependent upon insurance. I haven't been for years and years and years. I don't care about insurance. If someone has insurance, great. If it pays, wonderful. That's only 20% of the time. A friend of mine had, was in network on all these different companies, especially this one particular company because his uh, office was right next door to this huge factory and he saw a lot of those factory workers. So all those people came in. But then one day, that factory switched from Aetna to Sigma, and he wasn't in Sigma. Where his patients go? Not to him anymore. He closed his practice, because he was so dependent upon the insurance, he didn't know what to do. You got more to offer than an insurance adjustment. Right? You guys have life-changing, life-altering things. A woman who has a transverse baby, what will happen to this baby? The baby will have a C-section. If a baby has a C-section, what does that mean to that child? The child has a higher risk of having sickness. The child has a higher risk of having cranial problems. The child has a higher risk of having all kinds of neurological issues because it was transverse and had born C-section. The child will have more asthma potential problems and, and other sort of sickness problems, you look at the literature and you'll see that kids with C-sections do not have, they're not as healthy as kids who don't have C-sections. So when we adjust this baby, I mean this mom, and now her baby is going to be born vaginally, is, is that just a nicety? Or has that changed the mom's and the child's life forever? And then, now it just changed that child, it changed that children's children. Because epigenetically, if that child does not develop asthma because it was able to be born through the birth canal, then epigenetically, its own kids have less chance of having asthma. Do you realize the power of what you guys have? You may have no idea especially if most of the people you are adjusting in clinic are senior citizens. I love senior citizens. I don't adjust many of them. I'm uninterested. I turn a lot of them away from my office. I really don't want to adjust a lot of senior citizens. They're not as fun as babies. They're not as fun as special needs kids. That's what I like to adjust. And you can do that. In your own practice, you can decide. This is the kind of person I want to adjust. And you can refer the other ones out. Medicare person calls up, we don't take Medicare. Well, I really need a chiropractor. Well, if you, you know, if you want it for wellness, I, I'll help you out. If you just want a couple of cracks, there's plenty of chiropractors out there. You can decide what kind of patient you want. You can make the practice that you want. I was talking to one of my former interns. She has been out of practice for a year. She's doing amazingly well. She said, it's amazing. All the patients that I track, it's all pregnant moms and kids. 
I said, exactly, because that's what you want. And she said, all oh, my patients are really, really nice. I said, exactly, because that's what you put out. You put out that kind of energy, that's what you get back. You create the office of, you create the office of your dreams. She does not have any insurance plans. Because she says, I don't need it. It's really up to you. How are you going to listen to BJ's words? Right? Are you going to guard it well? Or are you going to follow this path? Now, there's nothing wrong, and I, and I have no judgment. Someone wants to follow this path, go right ahead. Just don't call yourself a kind of Because you're not. You're not one of us. You're similar. You're like a cousin, right? Maybe. Second remove, maybe. Right? But you're not really one of us. Right? Yeah, it's a black sheep, right? <laughs> but the problem, the problem is, here's the deal. How much of the profession is going to follow this? And why are they going to follow this? What's the, what's the ultimate reason for following this? What well, fear is the ultimate reason? Well, fear is the, the reason that's driving it, but what's the ultimate reason? Money. That's right. That's right. It's money, right? It's this right here. Right? Your wallet, your pocketbook. Yours has money. Mine has money in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. This is an A Okay, okay, I, I hear you saying. So here's an interesting question, and this is something that, that my wife and I and some other chiropractors have been talking about, is will all chiropractors be required to have this because the medical boards might say you need it? You know what? If they require it, then take it. Just don't practice it. You don't have to do it, right? If, you, if, they, if, if you're kind of forced to take this kind of stuff, if everybody has to take it, then you comply, but what you do with it is, is your own business. But at least you've taken the information. So I, I don't, if I have to take the process, I'll take the process. I'm just not going to use it. Because I am not going to participate. Because this is, this is an insurance-driven, fear-driven, money-driven issue. From chiropractors who are failing in practice. Because if you have a practice like I have, if you have a practice like my former interns have, if you have a practice like a lot of my friends and colleagues have, you don't need this kind of crap. But if you're failing in practice, you don't know how, where you're going to get your next new patient. And somehow you think that by, if I prescribe drugs, that's why we get patients. Well, that's where this came from. So, <clears throat> ultimately, how are you going to guard it well? That's my ultimate question to you. This is your choice. Either way, no judgment, but it's a very different profession with this out there.